Hello, my dear one, and welcome to the Authentic Life Design Podcast, the place for dreaming boldly and being unapologetically yourself. Life design is all about taking your power back and intentionally creating a life based on your own rules, values, and understandings of success. Authentic Life Design is here to empower you to go beyond your inner limitations and design a fulfilling, free, and abundant life. Hi, my name is Vihra, I'm your host here, and I'm on a mission to inspire, empower, and guide people to overcome their inner doubts and find courage to live life boldly, fully, and fulfilled. With my coaching, I help aspiring boss babes to find their essence, gain knowledge and confidence, and build their own businesses. I'm so happy that you're here today, let's get started. Hello, my dear one. Welcome to a new episode. Today, we're going to be talking all about how to start taking action, how to stop procrastinating on the things that you truly know you want to do, and how to actually create a map, create a blueprint that you can live by, and you can integrate these actions. Um, Today's episode is part two of a, a little bit longer series that I started this January. So if you haven't already, go back to episode number 37, which is about defining the rules you want to live by, because there we set the, let's say, groundwork of what it means to have your own rules of living and understand that all the answers that you're seeking for, they're not in the outside world, they're not in Google, they're not in YouTube. The the way that you want to live is somewhere there inside of you. And I gave you a couple of steps in this past episode of how you can find that and how you can tap into the person you truly want to be, the things that make you um, feel cool about yourself, feel awesome in in your skin and about the things that you do. Because today we're going to be speaking about how to integrate these and create actionable steps. And to be really honest, part number two was supposed to step on the mindset and speak about how to tap into the mindset of taking action and how to really get motivated and, as I said, like work with the mind. However, I'm going to leave this for the next podcast episode. It's going to come out next week because... I didn't want to put the mindset work before the action because oftentimes I see people getting very stuck into the moment of working on their mindset and working on the vision or like so many personal development um, advice that we can hear and steps that we can take. And it seems to me that sometimes this work can get you stuck into feeling that you still need to do a couple of more things in order to feel enough or ready in order to take action. And with this um, shift in the episodes, I actually want to show you that no matter how much you work on your mindset, no matter how long you meditate on these things you want to do, no matter how long you journal about them, the thing that will make core difference in your life and the thing that is going to shift things is you taking action and stepping outside and doing these things. And this is why today's podcast episode is going to be on this topic. And I'm going to try to um, empower you to first take action and then start working on your mindset. And I know that these two go hand in hand oftentimes, but I've mapped out in today's episode the things that I believe are the first most important mind shifts. Um, 
And everything else that I'm going to share with you in the next podcast episode is more going to be on how to tap into a routine of becoming your own best friend, so to say, in your inner voice and being more caring and loving in the things that you share and how you can start changing and shifting the negative inner chatter and inner voice that you have. Um, Because as humans, we are biased on focusing more on the negative part of things, focusing more on where we can still work on and what are the things we can still improve, which is, again, very normal. But this is where the mindset work is going to help. However, (laughs) I got really excited about today's episode. But as I said, we're going to be speaking all about taking action. Before diving into the episode, I just want to say that the whole January here is, as I said, like focused on creating a better relationship with yourself, no matter if you want to start your own business or not, no matter if you're a freelancer, whatever you do, I feel like improving your relationship with yourself and feeling good about the person that you are, the things that you do, and just feeling good in your own skin is going to have a huge impact on your confidence, how you show up, and is actually going to help you be more active towards the life of your dreams. Because if you don't feel confident in yourself, if you don't feel that you can achieve this life or that you even deserve this life, things are going to be very, very hard. And I want to show you how through different ways of taking action, even if it's not towards building a business, maybe you want to build a business. I want to show you how you, through taking action in your hobbies, the sports you want to learn, the life you want to live, um, you can actually feel better about your capability of starting a business. So this is what we're doing in this whole January here. Um, I've opened a couple of spots on like one-on-one personal coaching if you want support on getting more clarity about your life the the things that you want to create if you feel stuck right now not knowing what's the next step or feeling torn between two or many (laughs) options in your life um, I am here to help you find your most authentic and true path Uh, I'm here to focus together on your skills, your strengths, the thing that you can do, and from there to build an actionable map of how you can actually design and create the life that you want. So if you're interested in that, hop on a clarity call with me. You're going to find the link in the show notes. And without further ado, I would say no weekly update, no things to get distracted with. Let's learn how to take action. I feel like a very good bridge between episode number 37 and today's episode is to sit down and, surprise, surprise, create a vision board. (laughs) Create a board on Pinterest called My Badass Self or the person I want to become or whatever you want to name it and start pinning different things that you've extracted and you found from the reflections of episode number 37. So any type of activities, any type of style, anything that really matches this person that you want to be or you are becoming, let's call it that way. Um, I think this is going to be a very good anchor to get us into this episode today. So if you haven't done this already, maybe use this time to pause me and gather a couple of pins together. Um, See some pictures and visualizations that really inspire you to become this person there from these pictures. There is something with vision boards that really make us, it's just a very nice reminder of who we want to be. And it also shows us examples that it is possible. The best way, the best thing about it is that you can mix different um, 
personalities in a way. If you see my vision board, it's just a mishmash of outdoor girls and also business savvy ladies, but also nature lovers and van life at the same time. I don't know. It's just a lot of just different things I imagine for my life. And I believe that sometimes inspiration comes through vision. This is why I want you to, maybe you have done it already after the past episode, maybe use the chance to do this right now, because I believe it's really going to help us to move forward um, with the next steps I'm going to share with you on how to take action. And a note here that really helped me, and it's really cheesy, and I feel a little bit ashamed about even sharing it, but something that helped me tremendously to go into this mindset of becoming the person that I want to be was to romanticize romanticize my life massively. Like the way I wake up, what I do after I wake up, the way I drink my coffee, the music that I play, the activities that I do. I was seeing myself, as you know, these trends in TikTok, Um, I've only heard about it, not using TikTok, but the main character trend is all about that. You imagining that you are this main character of your life in your own movie and the ways that you move towards your life. I don't even think that it's about doing huge things. It's about putting the focus and the spotlight on yourself and romanticizing even the little things that you do in your daily life, the way you connect with others, the way you walk on the street and just finding romantic and beautiful moments in this. So I want you to imagine that you're an actor and you have this kind of like a new character that you're going to play. Let's use the method of fake it till you make it. And you're going to start seeing yourself as the main character of your movie. Like, how would they walk? How would they move through their life? How would they make their breakfast? What are they even eating for breakfast? How do they engage with friends? What do they do? All of these things. I feel that like seeing yourself as the main character and having your vision board is our bridge between these two episodes and the thing that I want you to step on now moving towards the next steps. And before going through the, let me see four steps that we have today, Um, I want to mention here again, because it is important for me, personal development and all these advices that we hear about meditating and reading and journaling and doing all these things, they help us shift our mindset. They help us understand and observe a lot of things of like the process of how we think, but taking action, getting out there and doing things is the thing that is going to make the biggest progress. And I feel that sometimes we can actually get stuck into this idea of, yeah, I need to meditate more on that. I need to find a deeper cause. I need to journal a little bit more. I need to like still first work on this thing and then I'll be able to take action. And for me, this is postponing and procrastinating in a new era way of thinking about things. And You might agree with me or not, um, but I believe that oftentimes through preparing ourselves for something and over meditating and over journaling and over learning new skills and stuff, we actually postpone the, the scariest thing, which is sometimes taking action. And this is, again, why I wanted us to start with taking action and start with showing up and 
for a moment, just pausing our mind and not listening to it, silencing all these thoughts that are always imagining the worst case scenario, that are always saying how bad things will be and that we need to be more prepared. I want you to stop, like pause your mind, silence, complete silence and getting out there and doing it and seeing how you're going to feel afterwards. And when I was writing the notes for today's episode, I was like, yeah, sounds really nice what you're saying, but still I know the fear that shows up when you want to take action. And this is the things that we're going to tackle today together of the most like core important understanding um, of how to take action. So the first, first step I want you to do after having your some kind of vision board and some kind of main character vibes, I want you to create a blueprint. Oftentimes we feel um, unsure how to start something or we try to start on like seven different levels and we incorporate 5,000 habits at the same time. And this is a way too messy action. I want us to take the inspiration that we've gathered until now, sit down with your vision board and start assessing the specific things that you can do in order to feel like this person. What are the first things, the first little actions, or as I said, habits that you can do? And see that I'm saying actions, because oftentimes, even here, when you start assessing this person, it could be like, yeah, maybe I can read this book. Mm, Maybe I can start like breathing in and out a couple of times. And this is okay. If this is something you want to focus on, this is completely fine. But I still want you to find actions literal actions that you can do. Maybe it's a new hobby. Maybe it's a sport you want to learn. Maybe it's showing your art or even creating more art. Maybe it's spending more time with your friends or having more playful dates, either with friends or your loved ones, whatever it is. I want you to come up with actions and put them in this blueprint. And because I'm a big geek on this stuff, I would as a next step, put this in my calendar because I am very deeply connected with my calendar. It's pretty much my own boss and it helps me to actually have this kind of mm, relationship where in my calendar I put the things I want to achieve and then I feel that I have more structure and organization. So I would take this blueprint and the ideas that I've gathered and for me back then when I did this, it was uh, learning how to skate, learning how to surf, um, dancing more and improvising. So I would put these actions in my calendar. So of course I wouldn't be able to go and surf every day, but I said for myself that in this particular one year, I will go to a surf camp. So I put this there, put this somewhere in the summer. I wanted to dance at least like four mornings in the week to, even if it's just one song, but find ways to incorporate dance. I started trying like once on a weekend to go out with my skate skate and um, watch some videos. Back then there was nobody that that could teach me that of my friends, so I needed to go along. Mm, But this was how I integrated it in my week, in my month and in my year. So if you don't use a calendar, maybe you can find your own way to integrate this blueprint, but find ways to structure it, find ways to organize it and Later, I'm going to speak about reflection too. So this for me is really easy to see how often I did this and what worked, what not. But yeah, it's easier for me to reflect in this way. And another thing before I move on to the next um, step is that 
you want to prioritize. You want to start understanding if you, you're someone who has a lot of ideas. And when you see this vision board or this person that you want to become, and there are like 10,000 things that come to your head, start prioritizing and see, okay, what are the ground like building blocks? What are the things that if I start with them, it's going to be easier to transition into the next ones. So start understanding how to prioritize things and understand that maybe it's going to be much easier to start with only two or three things that you want to integrate and not 12 just because your um, personality is going to be a little bit overwhelmed and we don't want to do this we don't want to overwhelm ourselves we want to actually create a sustainable change so we've created our blueprint we've set together we've found different actions and we prioritize them and we maybe put them in our calendar. So the next thing that is going to show up for sure is the fear of judgment. Because the thing with taking action is that most of the time, the thing that creeps in is a horrifying fear that you're going to be judged for the things that you want to do. No matter if it's learning something new, if it's going out there and showing up on stories, for example, or speaking about the things that you do, or learning a new skill, or surfing, skating, whatever it is, the moment where you're just about to take action, you're going to feel this huge fear of judgment. And if I ask you that, like, you found these activities you want to do. You found how this person looks like. If I ask you what, why aren't you doing this already? Why aren't you doing the things that you want? Oftentimes, the most common answer is the fear of judgment. So for me, one advice that really helped when I was thinking about this fear of judgment is that in the end of the day, we got to get over the idea that everyone is constantly thinking about us. Because yes, when you feel embarrassed or you, you're afraid that you're going to feel embarrassed or something bad is going to happen, of course, you're thinking that in this particular moment, every everyone's eyes are on you. Everyone's going to judge you. Everyone's going to speak about you. When the truth is, most of the time, this is really, really not the case. And I remember how ashamed I felt the first time when I went on a like skating pool and I'm I was and I'm still is, I still am a beginner on skating and on this pool I was in Barcelona there were small kids like super um young children that were so much better than me and they were rocking it and there was even this 50 something year old woman that was also just learning but also much better than me and you feel oh my god who the fuck am I there and how everybody's gonna laugh at me everybody's gonna think I'm crazy for doing this and the thing is that you are the biggest critic you are the the worst person that can criticize you because no one there was actually giving a fuck about me and did only thing that really happened was that some of them were coming and either giving me advice how to be better at what I do or saying, hey, really cool that you're doing this and really um, in one or another way celebrating that I'm there with them enjoying this thing. Wow, I was so much in my head, so afraid of what people are going to say, how I was also with my boyfriend and my boyfriend is really good at skating. So I was like, oh my God, is he now ashamed of me? <laughs> it's really, really bad mindset moment. But the thing is that the more you do it, the better this gets because you see 
not from even thinking about it, but from doing it, you're seeing the results in people and you understand that what your mind is doing is it giving, it's giving you the worst case scenario of how people are going to react and how your uh, closest people are going to judge you and they're going to hate you and they're going to leave you. <laughs> but the thing is that that's really not, not the reality. And one coaching exercise that I like to do with clients and I also want to give you is to start asking yourself in this particular moment when you feel this fear of judgment, um, no matter what is connected to, I want you to ask yourself, what is the worst thing that can happen? What is the worst thing that can happen right now from me doing this? And your mind is, mind is creative. Your mind is going to give you a lot of answers of what is the worst thing that can happen. But after you've journaled on, on that or you're given your answer, maybe you're just speaking this out loud. But um, my next question would be, is this really true? Most of the time, this is a, a 0.1% of chance that this can really really happen but our mind wants to protect us from this and it makes us it makes it feel really really true so is this true that the this worst thing that you can imagine can it really happen and maybe maybe the answer is yes so even if it's true what is the worst thing that can happen out of this because as I said, like I was having these things that, uh, these thoughts that my partner is really ashamed of me. And if he's still like, I'm not progressing, let's say in six months in skating and he's still going to be very ashamed of me and he's going to leave me. Um, and I, and it, like, it sounds ridiculous when I'm saying this, but it felt so true within myself and that my closest people are just going to like be disappointed, they're going to leave me. Everything is very mixed up in our brain. But even if it's true, even if it's true, I was like, you know what? I, I'm just someone who is really, really trying their best at skating and I, I suck, but I show up and I try it and I do it every day. So I understood that this is just in my brain. And one thing that I learned from there, that, and it was a lesson that someone shared from the whole past year, and I really resonated with this, is, is instead of making an assumption, ask people and talk to them. So instead of assumption, uh, making this assumption that someone's going to judge you or someone from your closest people or is going to make fun of you or is going to feel ashamed by the things that you're doing, go there and speak with them. Tell them how important this is for you. Tell them why you want to do this. And you're going to see that most of the time these people are ready to support you and are only going to motivate you towards this and actually um, applaud in one or another way your you wanting to do this and you wanting to show up. So understand that most of the times you are making assumptions of the worst thing that can happen and how people are going to react and how people are going to judge you. But for the ones that you're truly, that you're, that are really important for you and you know that you're going to be influenced by by their judgment, go there and talk to them and share them your idea, share them what you want to do and see how they're going to react because it's really not going to be as scary as you imagine it to be. And another thing, which is also a little bit on the coaching side, is is to start observing when you're actually making excuses, not wanting to do these things that you set yourself for. Because oftentimes excuses are just a result of fear, and which is also a result of self-sabotage and us trying to really stay in the comfort zone and not doing something that is super scary. So ask yourself, when are you making excuses and how do they sound like? Because 
I know for me, oftentimes I say, yeah, I don't have time for this. I'm so busy. Oh my God, I'm just so busy that I don't have time to do this today. But if you think that this sentence sometimes might be connected either with a relief saying, oh, I don't have time. So I'm actually innerly in myself, very, very happy that I'm not going to do this today or disappointed. So, oh, fuck, I actually don't have time and I feel bad that I didn't make enough time to do this today. So see if it's a relief or disappointment, because if it's a relief, then you are in a cycle of self-sabotaging and really trying to make different excuses for not doing this because you are afraid. And this is why I sometimes, even though we know all these advices and we hear these things and we read all the personal development books, I believe that this is why working with a coach sometimes can be so powerful because they can see these things within you and they can be very honest in the moments that you don't want to people to be that honest with you, but they can tell you how they see yourself sabotaging and they can change and shift your mindset and hold you accountable for all of that. Because also with taking action, having someone to hold you accountable and to be there asking, pushing you and asking you how um, far you've, you're going and how things are going with you and always just having your back um, throughout this journey is really, really key. So if you feel like all these things that I'm saying are somehow familiar to you and they're, they don't, don't come as a surprise or they don't come as, for you, this is like common knowledge, but you still feel stuck, maybe working together with someone can help. And even if you currently don't have the financial um, possibility to work with a coach or mentor or anyone, maybe it's just asking a friend to support you in this and they can be your accountability buddy. I'm currently leading a program um, called Complete Alignment 2021. It's a group program. And within this group program, I've actually asked my participants to work in pairs just because I know how much it helps to have this kind of partner buddy moving through things that you need to overcome and sometimes a little bit of a harder challenges in your life. So just a note here, I wanted to leave. Let's see, we're moving to step number three, which is actually super important. And I'm gonna make a whole nother episode of how this point even translates into business. But here, I want you to understand that you gotta learn how to embrace your own pace and move with your own speed we oftentimes have this kind of unrealistic expectations of ourselves of how fast we need to progress and how fast things need to happen. Because we see on social media so many examples of overnight success. We see these people that are um, very fast creating um, either success or they, they're learning new things or they're whatever you're seeing. Oftentimes these are like highlight reels. And I want you to understand that there is no rush where we're speaking about you designing the life of your dreams and you living by your own rules and creating this kind of really your authentic path. There is no rush about that. It's not about now synthesizing this blueprint that we created and infusing it in your life for three months and then feeling burnt out of all of that. For me, the most important thing is that you integrate it for your whole life that comes from now on, which is, which maybe like, I don't know, 20, 30, 40, I don't know how many years. So sometimes moving slowly, but sustainably and consistently is much, much more important than moving fast. And this is something that we need to continuously remind ourselves in the society that we live in. So I really want you to leave 
this here and understand that I just gave you an example of how I put these activities in my calendar, but how this looks for you can be very, very different. And I don't want you to think that you should be doing this now once a week or you find your own pace, but I want you to find something that you're happy with. So you're doing it um, often enough so you don't forget how it is and you don't get out of the habit, but you also don't stress yourself and set yourself unrealistic goals that are only going to make you feel bad about yourself. In the end of the day here, we're trying to create a better relationship with ourselves and you not owning your own pace and your own journey and life is really, really not going to help you here. And the last thing, number four, the point that we're going to finish on is reflecting regularly. This is something that I always say when it comes to goal setting or any, let's say, new habit that we want to integrate. It's normal when you're creating this kind of new change that you gotta have your system of how to reflect on that, how to see ways that you are um, improving, how to see where you stuck, where some things weren't uh, working. You just gotta go back and reflect on how things are uh, moving. For me, this was something I did monthly. Again, you do your own pace. Whatever it is, just set your reminder for yourself somehow. And another thing that really helped me was to actually documentate or document, sorry, this is the word, document um, different parts of my journey. So it's going to be really cool to see, let's say you're learning a new sport or hobby film yourself the first time you're doing something and yes you might fail yeah you might it might feel really weird and silly and you're just gonna be like oh what the fuck am I doing here but you're gonna see how with time you're gonna get better and better and when you have videos of yourself that are showing your progress that are showing how this time you learned how to do this turn or you learned how to stay um, longer on the slack line or whatever it is that you're wanting to do in your life just really document even the, the parts that you wouldn't post on social media and the videos that at the start you don't feel like you're rocking the thing, leave it for yourself maybe if you don't want to post it, but leave it for yourself and see how every week, every day, every month you're really having progress and you're getting better and better. So yeah, just taking videos of yourself, um, maybe journaling, journaling if you're someone who likes writing, maybe this is something that you can integrate and be like, okay, I found that this helped me to uh, work on this blog or today I moved my body in this particular way and this helped me improve. Just If you're someone who works better with words and writing, maybe journaling is going to be a little bit better than taking videos for you um, because, yeah, we do have a negativity bias and we always judge ourselves and this is your autopilot, our autopilot and you got to find ways to actually focus on your progress and the things that you've overcome and the things that you've actually now feel much better at. So it's kind of exercising this muscle of you feeling good about yourself and you being proud of yourself in one or another way for the small steps that you are overcoming. And even I always like to do to give references from sports. When someone from sports wants to break a world record, let's say, they don't set this goal directly. They actually have smaller goals on the way. They first want to um, get, let's say, if we're speaking about athletes that are running, they first want to get underneath um, or like under 31 seconds and they didn't want to make 30 point eight seconds and they didn't want to make 29 point whatever seconds like it's 
steps that that are going to help you get there. So don't jump directly with this, again, huge expectations, but try to make small goals on the way in order to break this kind of negativity bias and be like, yeah, did that, check, now next one. At least for me, I love to check boxes, but at least for me, this works really, really well. Um, And why we're doing this whole thing and like the whole summary, let's say, of this episode of why taking action is so important is because at least for me, but I also see it in my clients, it it does help tremendously to be active and show yourself that you're capable of doing things because this translates in different areas of your life. And I see that people that are willing to take action outside of their business are actually more capable to take action within their business. And people that have trained this muscle of getting outside of their comfort zone and tried new things and learned new skills, and they were a beginner for some time, and they know how uncomfortable this is when you're 20, 30, I don't know how many years old. It's much easier for them than when we speak about building a business to learn new things about social media, show up on social media, try new things there. And I feel like you train this muscle of overcoming your fear of judgment, no matter what you do. And the more, it's not that the more you meditate and the more you journal, you're going to feel better. It is the fact that next time you feel this fear of judgment, you're going to look back and you'll be, hey, wait, but I know you already because Last time I did this, there was the fear of judgment, but I overcome it and things were actually okay. And not only were they okay, but I felt so good about myself. So this is it. This is what we want to do here and why I want you to take action. It's because we want to train your muscle of fear of judgment or fear of failure or fear of whatever. Because the moment where you get out the moment where you try these things and you see that the feedback or the result is really not as bad as you imagine it to be. And it's really mm, supportive and it's positive and you grow in wonderful ways. You're going to feel so much more capable and confident and knowing. And it's just going to infuse every single area of your life, even the way that you walk and the way that you approach new people and new things. (sighs) I think you feel how um, inspired and passionate I am about this topic, but it's really when I reflect on the person I am and the goals that I've achieved in my life, I think that one of the biggest thing is that I'm no longer afraid um, so much of judgment, of failure, of the things that are not going to work out because I have such a long list or track record of the ways that I've succeeded and the ways that things have worked out and the ways that um, I've stretched my abilities in a way through doing things that were uncomfortable for me. And I think this is where I want to end this podcast episode at. Thank you for being with me every week. Thank you for listening to that. Um, As always, it's going to help me tremendously if you share this podcast with a friend or someone who might benefit from it. If you share it on stories, if you leave me a review or generally just let me know how you feel about that. What are some likes, dislikes, anything. I am always happy to know that this podcast reaches you, that it's really helping you move forward. If you want to work with me, I'm currently signing up people for the whole Q1. So from now until March, um, let me know, get on my um, clarity call list and I would love to connect with you and help you design your most mm, wonderful and passionate and authentic life.